Warning, this podcast contains mature content and is not intended for viewers and listeners under the age of 18. Please turn away if you are under the age of 18. Thank you. Thank you. It was just a shame he didn't keep he didn't keep a maxi pad in his pants. The salty sweat that covered his penis didn't taste very good. Wattpad Wednesdays, the Wattcast, hosted by Amanda Pryor and Milk Sugar. I know, you see, welcome to Wattpad Wednesdays, the Wattcast, starring Amanda Pryor and Milk Sugar. We are vibing, we are here, we are killing it, we are sliving. Destroying it, like people don't even know. Oh, happy Starcross Day, did you get a chance to listen to the album yet? I haven't yet, I haven't had the time to like sit down and like, cry to it and feel like all the emotions right what do you I give went, it so, what do you give it so far oh i love it i haven't gotten a chance to i've only listened to it once and it was on my little mm-hmm, walk today because mm-hmm. i was saving it i was gonna listen to it at midnight and then i fell asleep and then i woke up like first thing in the morning it was like seven o'clock i was like should i listen to it now and i was like no it's gotta be real special so it was mm-hmm, like should I mm-hmm. it for Sunday? uh but no so i listened to it i went on a little walk and it's good i think you'd really like it because it's very oh. dance, very pop it's not super country and acoustic i i I really liked it. Like I, really I know, I'm ready. To, I'm ready to vibe. I'm ready to just sit down and realize that my life is hopeless, like hers. There we go. <laughs> you will never find love. Love is dead. Love is dead. The Men are stupid. Edge. Everything. Yeah. That's yeah. A full no, fantasy. But it went a kind of. It went above my expectations. It's really, really good. It's I great. love that. I want that. Oh, such a fantasy. I mean, I love that we're talking about this. By the time this episode comes out, the album will have been out for a week. But clap if you can. <laughs> <laughs> what our, uh, what's our theme today? Our theme today is we're going to do fan fiction about the Gotham City Sirens. For people that don't know, the Gotham City Sirens is like a superhero, supervillain team from the DC comics consisting of Poison Ivy, Harley Quinn, and Catwoman. So, like, the three, like, baddest bitches in the game teaming mm-hmm, up mm-hmm. and kicking ass and probably licking each other's ass. We'll see what they get up to in these stories. I remember I, remember I had, like, a really, like, big, like, Gotham City Sirens, like, phase in, like, like, I guess, I think, like, the... 2010s like I was like going to comic shops and I was like looking for like the comic books and like my dad would help me find them and everything no because they they're always so good because again it is like the three just like most Mm -hmm. iconic female villains in like all of like history pretty much Mm -hmm, okay mm -hmm. you did you have a particular leaning towards any one of the three ladies probably Harley Quinn I'm probably probably a Harley Quinn kid as a kid that's crazy everyone was so into Harley I was Mm -hmm. never like a part of the Harley game, like she existed to me. I loved mm-hmm. Catwoman, loved Catwoman, and Harley like existed to me. But I was like a Poison Ivy girl, like all the way. It was because because I, like, I started like I started like really into comics, watching like the cartoons and stuff. The animated series was where yeah. Harley Quinn came from. Yeah, she. That's where like yeah, that's how they invented. And like her. that's really what like it's that personality. It's like I think it was like I think Tara Strong voiced her for the Batman animated series, which is what like really like also drew me towards her. Like I love Tara Strong. I love all like the voices that she does. She and gave it's her just, that, like, iconic Jersey accent. Iconic, iconic. Like, yeah, she just it's just, so that, it's just that personality. Because she's, like, kooky, unhinged. Mm-hmm. She, gave her, like, she was kind of a wild card, because she was a new character. So she yeah, she's a wild card. Life. She's hopelessly in love. Like, relatable things. Yeah, she wasn't, like, bound by comics, either. Like, you know, there's mm-hmm, some characters mm-hmm. who are, like, they're just so stuck to, like, Batman. You can't really do anything too crazy yeah. with him. Fans will get upset. But with and Harley, Harley Quinn just, like, Harley Quinn just, like, rose, like, shot to fame, like, since her debut, which is wild. Yeah. like And you think, and you, like, you think at this point, like, that she's been in, like, DC Comics forever at this point. Like, yeah. you think that she's, like, part of the history, but no, she, like, only came out, like, around, like, 2010s, which is, like, when the cartoon series came out, which is just wild to me, I think. Yeah, it's kind of bomb, like, 1992 or whenever, but uh i ever since i saw like the what was it the 1997 batman and robin the gayest movie of all oh, time. So and there good. was something in me there was some kind of like sexual awakening when she like she rose out of the garden and she kissed a man and he died i was like <laughs> i want to do that the only thing i remember from that movie is like the breastplates for like batman and robin having nipples nipples the hard-ass nipples coming out protruding from the breastplate that was 
beautiful. That's Nipple, sexy. They had cod pieces. Alicia Silverstone played Batgirl and got her ass mm -hmm, kicked. Mm -hmm. oh, it was just there's just so many things. But like that's one of those movies that when I re I I forget about it for a couple of years and then when I revisit it, I'm just hit with like a wave of nostalgia. Nothing is more nostalgic to me than that movie specifically. Yes, I just, that movie is like such a, a tribute to the fandom. Honestly, like a hundred percent. Like it felt like a love letter. Honestly, like it was like there's nothing like really wrong with the movie except how campy and how like over the top it is with like everything but that's yeah. kind of what like that's what dc comics are like it's like you have like poison ivy and like penguin who aren't like who are like campy villains like yeah like dc keeps trying to like go like that like that route that's like teenage angst and like the but cw be, yeah. like dark to make it like real yeah. and dark and gritty but now it's but like that's not really what Batman was. Batman had like shark repellent. Batman had like yeah. exploding gloves. Like it's just, it's just DC always had like fun, cartoony, weird things. And now they're trying to make it dark and gritty, which is, I think that's what they're really like. That's why they're losing so much revenue in like their movies and TV shows. Like that's what yeah. they don't know how, know how to like capture again. The, the success of Dark Knight kind of rotted people's minds. Like Dark Knight was just like a, it was a one-off trilogy. Mm -hmm. It wasn't really part of anything. And now every DC movie has to try to replicate that tone. That's what I really liked about <laughs> Birds of Prey too, was that it was so unique. So oh original, yeah. So self-contained in its mm -hmm. own little world. Like it had its own little quips and its own little style. Whereas most DC movies like Marvel movies and all these superhero movies, they just follow the same formula, the same thing, same thing. I love Birds of Prey because it was just so unique and creative. I know. Birds of Prey was like our iconic, our favorite movie. Yeah. I like yeah, I like I like the campy. I think the the humor of like DC. Like my favorite like was like the old Adam West Batman's. Yeah, where he was like that was iconic to me. What was I, I love the villain of the weeks. I love I love the gadgets. I love like the, everything is labeled weirdly. Like everything yeah. has a label. <laughs> and this, just the sets of it all and every oh, it was just so good. It was every I loved everything about it. That was yeah. That was like kind of like my original like and then there would be those things i would like get little like those are like mini lego figures and like bring them to school and play around with kids that's how i met some of my closest friends just like playing like lego batman in the in the field there oh yeah i was there was all the popular kids doing popular stuff and i was sitting in the field like walking my little poison ivy lego figure around the tree oh yeah i was so <laughs> can't relate i was the popular kid no i wasn't <laughs> yeah you i was i was playing i was playing uno i was playing uno in the lunch tables i like at like lunchtime for like elementary school. Switch it back to you. Oh no, reverse, bitch. <laughs> Draw for it, bitch. <laughs> I love it. Okay, what's our uh, first fan fiction gonna be today? Our first fiction is Morning in Gotham. Written by the poetic Edda. The summary says this is a really stupid porno. You have been warned, and Selena and Trans in this version because I felt like it. Period. Notes, there's some kinky shit in here, and I almost didn't post it, but weird fetish stuff is a staple of Harley Quinn comics, so I figured, what the heck? Okay, do we can want you to do, do Can you do the Harley accent, though? Can you do, like, the... Uh, yeah, let me get my Mr. new joke. Mr. J! I don't know how to do it. Oh, pudding! Mr. J! Yeah, I kind of... Okay, I can do that. Okay, you can, you, can do the, you can do the Harley ones. Okay, perfect. Summer rain patters against the window panes and drums on the ceiling, soothing Ivy back to consciousness as the early morning sun shines through the skylight of her top floor apartment. She yawns and stretches, careful not to disturb Harley who snores peacefully next to her. She throws off the covers and sits up in bed, letting the cool morning air waft over her naked body, raising goosebumps on her arms and stiffening her nipples. She picks up her glasses from the bedside table and puts them on, surveying the room. Potted plants coil around the furniture and walls like a jungle. Selena lies curled up in her cat bed in the corner. Ivy steps out of the bed and stands to her full height, inhaling deeply. She pads on bare feet towards the mirror leaning against the wall and surveys her reflection. She is not a young woman anymore. There are wrinkles on her eyes and at the <laughs> corners of her mouth. Her full breasts have begun to feel gravity's toll, but she feels <laughs> vibrant and radiant as ever. A fierce goddess of nature, ready to wreak terrible vengeance against all who are foolish enough to cross her. She feels her breast with her left hand, teasing a stiff nipple between her fingers. Her right hand crawl travels downward, running her fingers through her thick red bush, an untamed garden surrounding her pig wet flower. Who does this when the moment they wake up? The moment they wake up, they go to a mirror and they think, hmm, I'm old. Here's my boob and here's my pussy. <laughs> My pink wet flower. <laughs> she encircles her engorged bud and slips her middle finger into her fold, spreading fleshy petals with her other hand as she probes deep inside her. She gasps softly 
as she presses against her inner shaft and pulls out, bringing her slick fingers up to her lips and tasting herself. <laughs> she tastes exquisite. She turns away from the mirror and crosses the room to the door that leads to the room. This is literally, she woke up, fingered her pussy and tasted it and was like, good day. That was like, that was like, don't talk to me until I've had my pussy juice. Like, that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's got her like pussy juice mug. Goodbye. <laughs> the cold wind and rain hits her full in the face and she laughs. She stands in the middle of the roof, eyes shut, arms open, relishing the feeling on her skin. She doesn't care who sees her. She is nature, unfettered and untamable, naked as the day she was born. She rubs her neck and arms, allowing her muscles to relax and releasing her bladder. (laughs) (laughs) Steam rises and dissipates as cold rain mixes with warm urine that splashes between her feet. (laughs) Not her literally getting up and pissing up. She does her morning like jack off and then her morning piss just off the balcony. You know what? Go off, girl. She Go visits off. each plant in the rooftop garden one by one, softly saying to them, she selects a large, thick cucumber and cuts it off before heading back inside. <laughs> she re-enters the apartment, dripping wet and exhilarated. Just piss down her legs. Her rain-speckled <laughs> glasses fogging up in the warm inside air. Selena opens her eyes and stretches on her bed before crawling forwards and all fours to greet her. Nails clicking and collar jingling. She rubs her head against Ivy's thigh, purring softly. Ivy bends down to stroke her, letting her fiery red hair hang wetly over her face as Catwoman nuzzles her. She sets the cucumber down and walks to the fridge and receives a carton of milk, which she pours into a dish on the floor. Selena crawls toward it eagerly and begins lapping at the milk of her tongue. Bottom raised up in the air, Ivy crouches to pet her, running her hand down her stone back and smooth curve of her buttocks. She reaches between her legs, feeling her flaccid penis and dangling testicles between her fingers. Selena purrs at the touch, stiffening ever so slightly. Ivy gives her ass a playful smack before retrieving the cucumber and heading towards the sink. She washes it thoroughly until its skin shines. Selena has finished her milk and has jumped up to the love seat where she sits with one leg stretched high above her head as she licks her genitals. Ivy dries the cucumber and walks back to the bed. It's time to wake Harley. She pulls back the covers and looks lovingly down at her. Harley is naked, save for the red and black lace thong she went to sleep in. The draft of cool air on her pale skin does nothing to rouse her. Ivy raises her left hand over Harley's bare buttocks and delivers three brisk slaps. Damn, Ivy's real morning. <laughs> it is Ivy's custom to occasionally wake Harley with a spanking. It is never a punishment spanking, but it reminds her that Ivy is in charge and may punish her if she sees fit. She squeals and rolls over, exposing her toned abdomen and chest. Ivy bends down and kisses both of her pierced nipples before moving up to kiss her mouth. They kiss deeply and passionately as Harley rubs her fingers through Ivy's wet hair. Ivy climbs on top, straddling her and pinning her arms to the side. She leans forward, letting her breasts hang like a ripe fruit over Harley's face (laughs) before lowering herself down. Harley latches onto a nipple and sucks hard. Ivy reaches between her legs to rub and moans as Harley sucks and gently bites at her hard nipple. She shifts her body so that she straddles a smooth white thigh and begins to rock her hips back and forth, rubbing her slick wetness up and down. Harley cups her pussy over her panties and squirms. But let me up, boys! I really gotta piss! Ivy rolls onto her back, releasing Harley, and begins masturbating in earnest, furiously rubbing her engorged clit. (laughs) Harley disappears to the bathroom and begins loudly relieving herself. As the sound of splashing fills the apartment, Ivy picks up the cucumber and begins slowly rubbing it along her wet slit as her other hand teases her clit. She lifts her legs up and pounds herself, shutting her eyes and letting the world around her melt away. She's unconscious of the cries escaping her lips and doesn't notice as Selena slinks into the bathroom to join Harley as she turns on the shower. It is not until she hears Harley's familiar yelps and the unmistakable sound of clapping bodies that she realizes what is going on. The dot is enough to tip her over the edge as she comes messily, contracting her muscles tightly around the object and soaking the sheets. She slowly slides the cucumber out of her, slick and white with ejaculate. She holds it between her heaving breasts and lies panting, letting her body relax. 
When she finally recovers, she gets up, cucumber in hand, and walks toward the kitchen area, passing the bathroom. She sees Selena furiously copulating with Harley, who is bent over the sink. She squeaks as Selena runs a clawed hand down her back and bites her neck. Ivy barely acknowledges them as she enters the kitchen and takes out a cutting board. She cuts up the cucumber, mixing it with lettuce and avocado from the fridge. She splashes the mixture with dressing and seasoning as she hears Harley coming loudly and profanely from the bathroom. She leans in and smiles at them. Breakfast is ready when you are, she says sweetly. Not them having wet cucumber, lettuce, and avocado for breakfast. That's like a lunch <laughs> That's my one bone to pick with this. Just a sec, Selena grunts as she speeds up her thrust, clapping Harley's cheeks hard and fast before thrusting deep inside her and holding, moaning loudly as she drains her balls into her. She pulls out of Harley's dripping pussy, panting heavily. Ivy kneels on the floor and takes her now flaccid cock in her mouth, licking off the last drop of fluid before turning to Harley's oozing cunt. She laughs hungrily at the cum dripping from her folds, and Selena joins her. They kiss, swapping cum from mouth to mouth before Ivy swallows. Harley walks unsteadily to the table and eases herself down onto a chair, her legs opening, letting the cool air super glistening gash. Selena hops up on the chair next to her and sits cross-legged. Ivy divides the salad up among the three of them, and they begin to eat, savoring the taste of her. The end. The end. Oh my god. Why was that so well written? Like that was not I, that well. was that was so well written, but also like so weirdly written. Like yeah. it's such a it's so weird to like see like this written so straightforward and like well, like right? Ivy woke up and pissed on the gra- on a garden and she <laughs> fingered her pussy with her cucumber. Like it was almost as if it just like wasn't about three supervillains having sex. Like it was just like it was just like something you'd read. It was just like this is the, this is my morning routine. This is all, this is my morning routine right now. <laughs> Wake up, you stretch, you rub your hard nipples, then you just piss off the balcony. <laughs> people that don't know, you live next to a Catholic school, so you pissing off the balcony would be quite a sight. <laughs> oh my gosh, they're gonna hold a PTA meeting about me. <laughs> that drag queen living in the apartment next door needs to go. Somebody <laughs> needs to get rid. Of- this is next to a school. She's corrupting our students. <laughs> Oh, what do you give? What do you give this fic out of? I I hope I'm not speaking too soon because I know we got some good ones this week. But I'm ready to give this a ten. Like I was I was engaged all the way through. This was, this was yeah. This was a ten out of ten wet soaked cucumbers. Like <laughs> and like I iconic. Could see, I could see the cucumber bit coming because like it's just such a used thing. But it gets me every time. Every time <laughs> they take the used cucumber and like put it back in the fridge. No, my like, favorite part is that is that she had a cucumber, right? But then she also pulled like an avocado out of the fridge. Like, did she also use that avocado, avocado like yesterday? And it was just like, mm, we'll save it for the salad. Thing. <laughs> yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow has her like jade egg, and then Poison Ivy just has like a little avocado up there. It's for healing. It's for healing. The energy of this avocado is healing. <laughs> I always okay. I is it weird? Is it weird that poison ivy is a vegetarian? I always thought that was a weird concept. Well, okay, yes, because like I, I know what you mean because like she loves plants so much. Like, why is she eating them? But like, she can talk to plants and like feel them, right? Yeah. So like every time she like bites into a salad, isn't it like crying that- in pain? Like, yeah. Like shouldn't like I feel like that was I always thought it was weird. Like in the cartoons, I was like. Like, why are you eating, why do you keep eating, like, vegetarian meals? Like, I guess, like, I guess it's, like, that, like, idea that, like, you are, like, taking from the earth and, like, giving back or whatever. But still, like, like, but still, like, if you can hear it and talk to, like, the plants, like, I feel like you wouldn't eat plants. I don't know. I don't know, but yeah, I feel like it's more like, yeah, like, Mother Earth gives her these gifts. Like, here, I grew a cucumber for you so you can sustain yourself and maintain sustenance. Like, it's very, like, (laughs) Mother Earth gave you a cucumber and you stuck it up your pussy. Yeah. (laughs) Well, here's the gift. Oh, yeah? Here's what I say to your gift. <laughs> no, I love that. Okay. Uh, let's let's get into our next one. What's our next one for today? The Gotham Sirens. Arkham Sex. Yeah. This one, this one isn't, this isn't, isn't technically, like, a, a Gotham Sirens fan fiction. Uh, this is Batman fucking, like, all the girls. And this I one's, like, the it. Batman and Harley Quinn one. I just thought it'd be fun. Did you ever play those? I mean, I know you were not much of video game people, but the like the Arkham video games. 
I never played it, but I always watched, like, I, I would go on YouTube and, like, look up the cutscene movies and, like, just watch the cutscenes and be like, yeah. That's all I did was those little yeah. cutscene movies. And I, because at first I thought they were actual movies and I realized I was like, oh, this is a video game. But I watched those religiously, all of the, I mm-hmm. With them because they were so like just like just dark and fun and cute. Yeah, I was obsessed. I just like seeing like different versions, I guess, of like the classic Arkham characters. It was the costumes. It was the costumes. It was the costumes. It was the costumes. It was the styles, the costumes, the storyline, everything. Love that. Because that was the first, like, the first like form of media to ever do Harley with the pigtails. Before that, she wore a jester costume. And then because those Arkham video games were just like so they had like a really great team of designers. They were the one that put her in like the boussier and the pigtails. Like it was obviously like very male gazy, but it really like worked out in the end because yeah, what and, that, and then it became like a like 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 an iconic Harley staple outfit with like the yeah. little the little course of top and everything that like yeah everything. iconic. Yeah. Just so iconic. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever watch like the Gotham Science like cartoon series like on the YouTube and stuff? Oh yeah, like a little like cartoon one, but it was like very like old style. I loved that. Yeah, it was yeah. like it was like Batgirl like trying to foil like like Harley and everyone the gang, and they would like get yeah. little hijinks. It was like that mini web series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Those were cute. Those were cute. I always thought it was, I always thought it was like an official DC thing, but it was, I don't think it was. Really? I think it was like fan animated. Oh, no, you're right. Yeah, it was like a fan animated because it was like a clip by clip web series. Yeah, you're right about that. You're right. You're right. You're right. I, know. I think about that all the time now. I'm just like, oh, weird. Anyways. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's get into. So this one takes place Arkham Asylum at 5 45 a.m. I'll do, I'll do Batman. You want to do Harley again? Yeah. The Batwing headed toward the mainland. Two-Face was committing a robbery in progress, and Batman was heading out to stop him. Having already tapped into the police channels to determine Dent's exact location, as he flew away from Arkham Island, his thoughts drifted back to the events that were still fresh in his mind. His hand was sore from the punch he administered that took out the Joker, his glove partially damaged. His fight with Poison Ivy left his chest feeling slightly crushed since he had inadvertently gotten caught in one of her tentacle traps. The rest of his body ached from the fight he had with Bane. This had been one of the busiest nights of his life. The only person he took no injury from at all was Harley Quinn, since he was able to dodge the elevator she tried to drop on him. She was currently sitting all alone and crying in the extreme incarceration cell he placed her in at the penitentiary, probably still lamenting away the delusion that the Joker was going to break her out. Even in the extremely unlikely event that the Joker cared, he had a long road of recovery ahead of him. He wasn't going anywhere anytime soon. Batman felt his body temperature raise and his breath quicken. He couldn't get the thought of he couldn't get the thought of Harley sobbing into her hands behind bars out of his head. Without <laughs> thinking, he turned the Batwing around and activated its comm systems. What's the Batman voice? I'm Batman. Oracle. Harvey is robbing the Gotham Bank at Founders Island. Send Nightwing to handle him. I still have unfinished business to take care of. Yes, Oracle representation. Okay, Barbara replied. How did you even know he was there? I didn't find out until a half hour ago. You know what? Never mind. Is there anything I can do? No, I'll be going into a communications blackout shortly. I don't need any interruptions. I'll let you know if anything of interest happens. (laughs) He killed the link before Oracle could respond. Batman was many things, but a nice person wasn't one of them. (laughs) He raised the Batwing to a higher altitude, placing himself into the clouds. The GCPD were still on the ground, and he didn't want them or anyone else to know he was returning. When he was in position, he placed the Batwing on autopilot and ejected himself from the aircraft. As he fell, he assumed a diving position and angled himself to approach the west end of the asylum, and eventually opened his cape in order to glide to his destination, the penitentiary. There were some cops hovering around the main entrance, so he landed softly on the upper scaffold where Zaz had killed a few guards earlier in the night before he had arrived with the Joker in tow. Just casually, just casually. Zaz was just killing people. He was just killing people, you know. There were two policemen standing by the building's main entrance, waiting for their orders. Batman peered over the concrete railing and stared at them. A couple of minutes passed by, with them making small talk with each other, before one of them offered a cigarette to the other. Out of bad habit more than anything else, they moved away from the entrance, headed down the flight of stairs, and placed themselves on the other side of the upturned ambulance. With their view of the door now blocked, Batman landed softly on the ground below and quietly slipped in. He then quickly moved into the grading system set in the floor. There were three more cups in the lobby. 
He moved forward as far as he could. When the grating ended, he considered his options. With no smoke pellets to hide his presence, he wouldn't have used one anyway. He didn't want to alert anyone with suspicious activity. He decided to go with using a remote batarang to distract them. Lifting up on the gate access, he tossed the batarang and guided it to strike the floor behind the desk near the entrance. It caught their attention, and one of the guards moved to check out the noise. Batman felt himself getting impatient, though he didn't understand why. The heat and his pulse were getting worse. The noise should have attracted them all so he could make his move already. He put the thought aside with now and used his train to maintain his composure. He would figure out what was going on with himself later. Hey guys, check this out, the policeman <laughs> said. The other two finally made their way over to the desk when he was sure none of them were looking. He exited the grate and continued on his path. Whoa, is that what I think it is? The one cop asked. Another replied, wow, we should keep it as a souvenir. <laughs> what is this cop story? I don't care about these cops. Get to the sex. Right, Damn, let's see. like skip that a little bit. Okay, let's go. Da, 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 da. Okay, Batman goes through the building, blah, 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 blah. The first thing he noticed about was how quiet it was. Harley has ceased crying, but as he moved towards her cell, he noticed she was still forlorn as she sat on her cot with her chin resting on her fists and her eyes staring blankly at the floor. It wasn't until he approached the bars that she acknowledged his existence. What do you want, B-Man? She asked in a defeated voice. Come to rub it in? My Joker will free me, you'll see. Given his injuries, that could take a while. Harley's demeanor changed rapidly. She shot over to the cell door and grabbed one of the horizontal bars. Her face was contorted in anger. What did you do to him? She asked in an accusing manner. What was necessary? Suffice to say, he's not coming. Using her arms, she pulled herself toward and pushed herself away from the bar as she held while giving a growl. You'll pay for what you've done! I've already told you, Quinn. He doesn't love you. The Joker had you pegged for hired help since day one. He wouldn't assist your escape regardless. Harley closed her eyes, tilted her head down into the right, and took a deep breath. Says you, bad breath! She began to sound defeated again. I know my pudding would never abandon me! This was going nowhere, though Batman had no idea where it was headed in the first place. <laughs> Another oddity about his behavior, but again pushed it aside until later. He decided to change his tactics. You used to roam these halls freely. Yeah, well, in case you've forgotten, I was doing that tonight. He stepped close to the door. Wouldn't you like to do it again? You're making me an offer, bad brain. <laughs> You're making me an offer. You're making me an offer. <laughs> Batman removed the cryptographic sequencer from his utility belt and used it to open Harley's cell. The bars opened in the middle and the door halves parted slightly. Before Harley could make her move, though, Batman entered the cell, Harley backing away to give him room, and the door closed behind him. Quinn eyed him suspiciously, unsure of what his next move was. Instead of speaking, Batman removed his gloves. Harley's stare intensified and her pulse quickened. She had never seen him do that before. For Batman, the heat within deepened more, and he felt his cock start to get hard in his trunks. Something was definitely coming over him, but he still didn't dwell on it. Rather, he tossed his gloves aside, embraced the clown before him with one arm, and kissed her passionately on the lips, while the other hand ran up her fishnet stocking underneath her skirt and grabbed her ass cheek. Harley gave a little squeak and froze. Batman broke the kiss. She looked into his eyes and saw him staring at her with lustful passion. She took a quick breath and said, You know, when I said I always thought there was a spark between us, I was only joking. I know. <laughs> <laughs> a sob caught in her throat. Slight fear coursed through her body. Oh, I always suspected this day would come. Whatever you do, don't tell Mr. J. It would break him. No, it wouldn't. Oh, just get it over with already, B-Man. Treat me how I deserve. No. He swung her around and threw her against the wall. Harley <gasps> turned her head and squinted her eyes shut. I'm going to treat you how you need to be. What does that mean? I have no fucking clue. <laughs> she expected to hear... Oh, you do it. You go, you go. She expected to hear him say many things. That wasn't one of them. She opened her eyes and faced him only to find that Batman was leaning in for another kiss. That has to be a, such a weird sight to see. Like, you, like, turn around and you just see, like, this, like, 
stubbly, like half masked face. Yeah, like that first, first like, dry lips. Like <laughs> I imagine Batman had like really dry lips. I don't know why, but like and like that's like, unshaven. <laughs> yeah, and he's got a scratchy stubble. He's like, give me a He's like me. leaning forward. <laughs> As his tongue made its way into her mouth. The hand grabbing her ass tightened and brought her pelvis forward. She felt Batman's boner growing stiffer against her body. Harley couldn't figure out what was going on, but she decided not to fight it. Batman may not do too much damage to her when they were fighting, but she knew all too well that attitudes can change when fucking. When he broke the kiss again, he backed away a little and started to remove her clothes. First, he undid her belt and used the hidden zipper in the back to remove her skirt. He tossed them aside, exposing her black lace panties, and rubbed her pussy a little. Harley didn't like it. Lace made look sexy, but it didn't feel like it. Next, Batman ran his hands down the front of her body, lightly caressing her ample cleavage before undoing the belt of her corset and removing it. It found its way to the skirt as Batman then unbuttoned her shirt and threw it open to expose her red and purple lace bra. The bra unhooked from the front, which Batman took immediate action with, exposing her hefty chest to his hungry eyes. He caught both tits and kissed the cleavage line. Her heart raced as he began squeezing her breasts before taking a nipple into his mouth. He used his fingers to play with the other and Harley felt herself become a little excited. She had never admitted to anyone, but Batman had always been one of the few sexual fantasies she had. There was times when she was sucking off the Joker that she pretended it was a dark night instead, imagining his commanding presence guiding her every move instead of Joker's slut-shaming trash talk and handlebar tugging. <laughs> now that her fantasy was becoming reality, she didn't know how to handle herself. Was there a different angle to this? Was Batman distracting her so she wouldn't learn something? Was he manipulating her? This being his first step into getting her to switch teams? Or was it blackmail so that he could get her to spy on Puddin? Well, whatever the outcome, she decided she wasn't going to play at ball. Batman could have all the fun he wanted. Her heart and soul were already spoken for. <laughs> Harley felt her nipples stiffen under Batman's fondling. When they were as hard as bullets, he stopped what he was doing and ripped her underwear right off. He smiled, which frightened her. She had never seen him do that either. You won't need these anymore. They made their way to the pile of clothes by the back wall. He grabbed her ass with both hands and kissed her again, starting at the base of her neck and working his way up one side, on her chin, skipping her lips for her cheeks instead, and ended behind her ear, where he wiggled his tongue along the back of her auditory organ. <gasps> Harley gasped. Only one person knew how sensitive she was there. And that bit of information wasn't something anyone, even the great Batman, could automatically know. With realization numbing her fears, she hugged Batman to her body and gave in to his advances. Harley moaned as her ear was manipulated by Batman's <sighs> expert tongue before being env enveloped by his mouth. Not the ear fire. sex. <laughs> the fire began growing between her legs, and the pit of her stomach started to feel weird. After a few minutes, he stopped playing with her ear and crouched before her. Harley willingly parted her legs to him so he could get a good look. Her pubic hair was full, yet trim, with her right side dyed red and the left side dyed <laughs> He leaned in and took a long whiff of her scent. Harley felt the heat emanating from her pussy grow as she felt herself drip. Batman moved to her thighs and began to kiss and lick them, starting from the top of her stockings and making, her way to the, making his way to the back of her nether region, but leaving her pussy completely untouched. He did this several times until she was driven insane before taking the plunge. As his tongue churned up her insides, Harley grabbed him by his bat ears and began moaning like a bitch in heat. What? He knew exactly where to go, as she knew he would, and she rode his face towards orgasmic oblivion. A finger soon joined his tongue instead of manipulating her G-spot. Before she knew it, the pit of her stomach knotted up. She would lean forward only to throw herself against the back of a wall. And she squeakily screamed her way through a very nice cum. <laughs> when her adversary stood up, his mouth was covered in her juices. Batman made no attempt to clean himself up. Harley smirked and said, That was pretty good, B-Man, but it's time you were stripped too. He pressed a button on each gauntlet and they loosened up from his arms, allowing himself to slip out of them. He discarded them by the door and his boots quickly followed. He then removed his utility belt and dropped it to the floor beside him so he could quickly remove his trunks. 
Harley's eyes widened when she saw the bulge in his skin-tight leggings. Batman had felt a little big when he was pressing her up against him, but now it appeared that he was even bigger. He l she licked her teeth, anticipating the monster that was about to be unleashed. Then she was surprised by two things. The first was how instantaneously Batman was able to remove his leggings. They were molded to his body, yet there was a seam path that acted as some sort of zipper, allowing him to remove them in a single tug. The second was just how big and hard Batman already was. He was erect already, and his cock was thick. Harley attacked his groin as he removed his top via a similar seam path. I love how like detailed they go into like Batman's costume. Like they you have can, to make this is like written by a fan. Like even the beginning too was like written like a like a Batman episode. Like, yeah, this, this is Batman. this is the secret. This is the secret ending to Arkham Asylum. <laughs> Clearly, holding his stick in both hands, she licked along the shaft several times, getting him rock hard in a matter of few seconds. She then cupped his balls with one hand, feeling how tight they were. Well, bad brain, it's been a while for you, hasn't it? He said nothing. Instead, just scowling down at her. <laughs> well, don't you worry about it. One ride on the Harley and you'll feel like a million bucks. She rubbed her face all over his dick, maintaining eye contact with him. Vroom, vroom. <laughs> she teased and then kissed the sensitive area below his cock head. The shaft pulsed in her hands. It was a good nine inches thick and surrounded by black pubic hair and ball hair <laughs> unlike harley who liked to keep her netheration kempt batman apparently spent more time on crime fighting than he was than keeping himself groomed <laughs> manscape 2000 <laughs> it was just a shame he didn't keep he didn't keep a maxi pad in his pants the salty sweat that covered his penis didn't taste very good but she worked him over as fast as she could in order to replace the sweat with her saliva no that's so gross <laughs> she moaned i think you and joker are the same size <laughs> But before she knew what happened, Batman grabbed her by the pigtails and shoved his smelly cock down her throat all the way to <laughs> She choked slightly and her eyes bulged. Harley worked her throat so she could start breathing again. As she did so, Batman growled. Never mention him again. Harley's response was an inaudible mumble. <laughs> Thankfully, she was able to remove herself immediately afterward and start gasping for air. While she could normally take a cock this size, she needed to prepare for it first. Sorry, bad breath, she said hoarsely. Didn't realize you suffer from penis envy. Says the one suffering from delusional transference. You go, Batman. Come back up the sun. Ew, get ha, get ha. Harley squinted one eye and cocked her head. Do you really want to get psychoanalytical on me? Because we can always talk about you're a, you're, because we can always talk about how you're a classic martyr with a case of delusions of grandeur. She swirled the tip of her tongue around his dickhead several times before taking part of him inside her mouth, pulling away and sucking him up while licking. Jesus, he shouted. No more talk. Best idea you had all night! She stood up and pushed on his chest. Lie down! Batman eyed the cot. The three large belts and buckles looked uncomfortable, but he knew his cape would he knew his cape would pat him for their protrusions. He brushed past Harley, bumping her out of the way, and he took his position on the cot. As he did, Harley removed her boots and mounted the cot, standing with her feet on either side of his thighs. Batman ran his eyes along Harley's legs. She looked incredible in fishnet stockings. He especially liked the look of the reinforced toes and heels. He ran his hands along her legs, caressing her calves and squeezing her thighs. Harley giggled and got to her knees, positioning her pussy just above Batman's conk. She <laughs> ran her lips over his head, getting herself wetter until her hairs were soaked. The moment she had been fantasizing about was almost at hand. Without warning, Harley plunged herself onto Batman's cock all the way down to the hilt. Batman grunted and Harley yelled, Yowza! She sat there, adjusting to his girth. You're thicker than I realized. After a few <laughs> seconds, she began to undulate her hips, alternating between rotating them in a circle and motioning them back and forth. A well began filling up in her stomach. 
When it came full to bursting, she looked into Batman's eyes, which were closed. <laughs> bats, she whispered sultrily. Batman opened his eyes and lifted his head to see where their sexes combined. Harley lifted herself halfway up a shaft as she began to come. Grunting tightly, her thick white ooze crawled down his cock, which only made Batman more aroused. She impaled herself the rest of the way and just sat there again, enjoying the moment. Batman, however, was becoming more heated. His body burned with desire. He tried to let Harley recover, but the heat wouldn't wait forever. He therefore grabbed Harley's hips and began bouncing her on his dick. Harley didn't like the interruption, but she felt like she could go another round. Okay, okay, she said. I've got the idea. Placing her hands on top of Batman's, which mercifully meant that she stopped thrusting into her momentarily. She positioned herself onto the balls of her feet and began bouncing on his cock again. He felt good. With each plunge, her eyes widened as she panted, each breath sounding like a laugh. <laughs> she huffed, her eyes getting bigger with each plunge. As good as Harley was, however, Batman's throbbing cock required more urgency. He grabbed her body and rolled the both of them off the cot. Batman was quick enough to take the fall himself and finish the roll of Harley on the bottom. He then took her hands in his, interlacing their fingers, and he began to thrust deep and hard. Harley was in heaven. Not even the Joker had ever gone so deep inside of her before. Her head started to spin, and the pleasure was so intense that she stuck her tongue out. Ah. 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 She ah. <laughs> Batman leaned down and stuck her tongue into his mouth, and French kissed her again. She felt his desperation and wrapped her stocking legs around his body, taking even more of him in. Soon his kisses made their way to her neck, which was being kissed with passion she hadn't felt in a long time. When his mouth returned to her tits, he released one of her hands and proceeded to stimulate her clit with his thumb. Harley embraced him with her free hand and just lied there as Batman took her to town on the metal floor. A few minutes later, Batman released the most animalistic growl she had ever heard him make as his jizz filled her up. Harley lost count, but he probably had shot his load into her about 15 times before he finally <laughs> collapsed on top of her. Of course, he still used his hands to support his weight so he wouldn't crush her. So she remained unharmed as they breathed heavily into each other's ears, and Harley came for the manipulations that were still happening to her clit. Her pussy gripped his cock like a vice, trying to squeeze out my semen. Eventually, Batman slowly removed himself from Harley's folds and turned onto his back. She moved her head to see his eyes. They were no longer filled with the lust they once bore, and his eyelids closed up. For a moment, Harley had hoped she put him to sleep. But one deep breath later, he was getting back onto his feet. Harley remained on the floor, completely satisfied. As Batman put his costume back on, he said without looking at her, You should really dump the Joker. No can do. He's my fella. Your relationship with him will end in misery. He doesn't love you. Oh, yeah? And you do? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought. She ran her hands up her inner thighs. You really know how to show a girl a good time. Batman turned slightly to watch. She bore a genuine warm smile that radiated through her makeup. Her breast heaved under her calming breath, and her fingers steered away from her pussy at the last second. Even through her pubic hair, he could see that the hood of her clit was abnormally swollen and red, while his semen was slowly being pushed out and running down her pussy lips. Enjoying the view, she asked. He returned to getting dressed. You have a beautiful smile. You should be with someone who makes you feel that way all the time. What? You mean someone like you? Maybe I should ask Kitty Cat for a few tips. I'm spoken for, and not by her. Just the entire criminal underground. Talk about a toxic relationship. You know, you're never going to win your little war on crime, so why fight it? <laughs> this is so fun. This is such a fun after-sex talk. Right? <laughs> We're not doing this. Afraid to be one of my patients? Think I'll get to you? He didn't answer. He just had realized that he couldn't figure out why he was having this conversation with her. <laughs> but just like everything else, he put it in the back of his mind to pull out and examine later. Batman returned to what remained at the back of the dead man's point and threw Harley's panties under the computer console. He then <laughs> grabbed the scanner from the nearby drawer and used it on himself. The results of the display screen told him everything he needed to know. Ivy. You know what I love? What? Man, stinky dick. <laughs> 
I hated that. I hated that so much. Like, not them going to so much description about how his clothes go on and off, but they had to go so like that felt like a commercial from Manscaped where they're like, mm, "Are your balls stinky like Batman?" <laughs> you love Batman. Well, guess what? He has hairy, stinky balls. <laughs> So stinky, he needs to wear a maxi pad to soak up his sweat. <laughs> that was the best part. The Harley thinking, oh, Batman should wear a maxi pad. <laughs> oh, Batman, your cock is smelly. <laughs> <laughs> and her licking real fast to supply. <laughs> <laughs> the sweat with saliva. <laughs> oh, that was so bad. Oh, my God. If we thought the uh, some, what is it with DC fans? They're just really good writers. Like we thought the first one was well written. This They're was, horny. They're horny. Horny. This was clearly written by a fan. Like you could tell that, like just all the like intricacies and everything. This was like by someone who has who has probably had this exact fantasy play out in their head like several times. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And I love I love that when like you can tell a man's writing a fan fiction because the ladies will always just like come like seven times before the man even gets to like before they even engage in penetration. And then it just takes forever for the guy to come. Like, he's just like, oh yeah, uh, uh. she's like, oh, I'm coming all over you. Uh. But then all of a sudden at the end, he pumped his load into her 15 times. I thought that was so fun. No, literally, I was like, literally they were like, they were like, they focused so much on, on Harley's sex. And then yeah. suddenly like Batman's penis was like, boom, exploded. And I was like, where did it, where, where, when, when did that happen? Oh, it was, this one was so funny. That was so funny. It was. I don't think it was meant to be funny, but you know what? It was funny. It was funny. <laughs> oh, no, that was. Wow. I love like I love like the DC like animated series more than like DC like live action movies, especially the Harley Quinn the Harley Quinn cartoon series. I love that show. That was one of my favorite shows of. 20. I haven't caught up to. I haven't caught up to the last. This like the final season yet because like I got distracted, but I need to watch it. I, I think I only got, like, two or three. You know what? Thank you for reminding me about that, because I'm looking for a new show. I was, like, two or three episodes into season two, and then I just, like, was waiting for the new ones to come out, and I just, like, lost track of it. Yeah, me too. That was one of the best shows I saw. It that was, was such a good show, honestly. It was, like, take Batman the Animated Series. Like, it had all the characters, but it was, like... But it had, like, a South Park, like, family guy-type adult. It had, like, a gritty, dark comedy, and it had, like, blood and gore and everything. Like, yeah. it was, that was so great. It was really good. No, I love... And, ex and explores, like, the queer relationship of, like, Harley and Ivy. Yeah, and I, Bane was my favorite character in that whole show because he would just have the funniest line because they'd mm. use like, the, the Tom Hardy voice and he'd be like, I would like some chicken strips. <laughs> or he'd be like, like, I'm going to blow up the bank. Or like, just use that voice. That's <laughs> so good. It's such a good... I, lo I love like when DC... I, I like when DC like explores like the less, lesser known characters as well. Like when they just like... Yeah. The fact... The whole Kite Man storyline was so fun. I love Kite Man. Kite Man's so Kite funny. Man! Oh my god, Kite Man and Ivy. That was so fucking funny. <laughs> and then, like, lesser known DC characters. Did you hear that there's going to be a Zatanna movie? I'm, ex I'm ecstatic. That sounds that. so fun. And if, did you watch uh, Promising Young Woman? It was a... No. A I know which one you're talking about, but I, know, I didn't watch it, no. Well, the director of that is writing and directing uh, the Zatanna movie. Oh. I was talking about like, the red carpet for the Oscars, and I was like, oh my god, because Zatanna's like, one of my all-time favorites. I dressed up as her for Halloween in like, third mm -hmm. grade. I was wearing like, fishnets and a top hat. It, I got <laughs> so much trouble. Oh my god. But uh, So when that movie comes out, I'm like, really excited to see like where that's That sounds... Like, I think the Zatanna movie is fun. It's it's really hard to... like Because like, I feel like Zatanna doesn't really have like people that she works with often. She's yeah, very like, independent, so, like, you can't really connect her to, like, you can't, like, throw in... Like, I can think of, like, Con John Constantine as, like, a character she would work with a lot. Yeah. Detective Chimp, maybe, but, like, I don't think she's gonna do... Yeah, I'm interested to see what they do with her. Because she was originally supposed to be in the... Because she was in the Justice League Dark script that Guillermo del Toro wrote, but then that mm -hmm. got... So this is, like, their little spin-off version of that, but I think it's gonna be really... I think, I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be, like, now you see me, but with... Just with Satana. Yeah. Oh, if it was anything like that, how good would that be? I want to see like I want to see like that kind of magic trick, so like that kind of heist, like do something like that. The romp. Yeah. See, that would be good. That would be. Or, or the whole movie is just her in a theater doing magic tricks. That's it. <gasps> no, yeah, it's like doing a fucking stand-up comedy show, and she's like, "I'm gonna pull a rabbit out of my hat." <laughs> That's literally how like half the ten has like comic book start. Like she's just on stage and she's doing magic, and she just pulls a rabbit out of her hat. I'm like, <laughs> get new material, girl. Like what? What? <laughs> 
that. It's like just like the whole like Hall of Justice is like booing her in the audience, like get some new material. You're not funny. Okay, let's read. Just fan fiction out of ten. I give it. I give it like. I think I give it like an an eight point five. I give it like an eight point five. I'm going to give it another 10. I hope I'm not being too, like, overzealous with my 10s. Another thing that sent this one over the top for me was Harley's pubic hair being dyed half red. <laughs> no, that was so bad. That was so funny. <laughs> like, they just thought this out so much. Because, like, of course she would. Why wouldn't she, like, dye half her pubic hair? <laughs> yeah, I think I think there was just a lot of, like, there's a lot of, like, setup for, like, setup for the story that just, that was just dragged on and on. Like, we had to hear about those cops smoking and how it's, it's a bad habit, but they do it. And <laughs> no, but like what bumped it really up for me was Batman's smelly penis. <laughs> smelly dick, smelly dick. What are they feeding you? Okay. <laughs> Before we get to Object, we're going to get into our last fanfiction of the day. And this one is called Tickled Pink by Salmon Pink. And the summary is Ivy doesn't play fair and neither do her plants. Hey, knock, knock. Who's there? What do you call Poison Ivy's panties? I don't know. They're planties. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This was written for Fem Slash February. Prompt Harley Quinn Pamela Isley giggles. Okay. Harley squirms fitfully, eyes squeezed shut, and her face sweaty and pink. Every jerk of her arm pulls at the vines wrapped around her wrists. Her forearms, her elbows, but the hole doesn't give in the slightest. She tries to stretch out, to brush the tip of her toes against the floor, but the plants hold her up, helplessly dangling in the air. She tries to curl up, to fold in on herself, but the plants keep her limbs pulled away from her body. She's wriggling, and her chest burns. It burns! Can't catch that good, solid breath that will make it easier. That will make her head stop swimming. She's going to die like this. She realizes just just... She realizes distractedly, and the thought doesn't scare her, but it is frustrating because she's not, she's not ready for her game over screen yet. She still has things to do, like getting revenge on Ivy. Oh, I'm going to kill you, Red, she manages, voice shaking randomly around the words. It's your fault, you know, Ivy smirks in response, eyes narrowed as she watches every spasm and twitch of Harley's muscles. You're the one who said I was no fun. I'm only proving you wrong. And Harley has a reply to that. One that's creative and intelligent and full of long words. Or is mostly just swearing. Whatever. But all that happens when her mouth is more laughter. Uh, of all the ways to go, death by tickling isn't how she imagined punching her ticket. Admittedly, it's probably going to look really cool in the 20-page tribute the Gotham Gazette is about, sure to write about her. But right now, it's torture. There are petals, soft and delicate and multicolored, tracing over her naked skin. Those weird little yellow antenna things in the center of the flowers, which she's just sure Ivy told her the name of a hundred times, yet she never remembers, are scratching against her ribs. And those thin, teeny tiny vines, the ones Harley likes because they twist around other plants and try to choke the life out of them as she's always admired a scrapper, are dragging up her underarms. And Harvey lets out a shriek and tries to kick out with feet that can't move the way she wants. I'm gonna she wails, even though she's not. Even though the threat as empty as her bladder. But she's desperate and running out of excuses and reasons for Ivy to let go of her already. And her throat is on fire from how much she's giggling. Ivy just shakes her head, takes a step closer, but still manages to stay out of reach from Harley's flailing legs of the vines that hold them up and open. No, you're not. She purrs, hand reaching the stroke over one of her plant stalks. It shivers for a touch, and the vibration buzzes over Harley's oversensitive skin. Makes her whimper around her helpless giggles. You're gonna come for me, just like this, just from this, and I'm gonna watch and not touch you at all. Harley's never heard her own laughter sound quite so much like a sob before. Ivy just grins at her, apparently far more evil than Harley's ever given her credit for. And then the plants start to attack in earnest, like they weren't even trying before. And Harley writhes and gasps, the noises coming from her mouth sounding increasingly hysterical. There are touches under her arms, but behind her knees, soft and twisting. There are pinches and pokes at her sides. 
those little corkscrew fines tweak at her nipples, behind her ears, up and down her neck, making her dizzy, the ache in her chest getting stronger and brighter. Tendrils slide around over her throat, high across her inner thighs, down her spine, then the cleft of her ass, but nothing touches her pussy. Just like Ivy promised. Just like she threatened. And now she kind of does feel like she needs to pee, even though she knows she doesn't really, but this weird sensation between her legs that makes her want to squeeze her thighs together, like she's about to lose control of herself, more so than she already has. Her pussy is so flushed and heated and wet, and she's so aware of it, and there are tear marks down her cheeks, and she can't stop giggling. Even though it sounds like crying, even though it sounds like pain, it's still laughter, and she's being squeezed and tickled from the inside as well as out. She's throbbing, pulse hammering in her swollen labia as well as her chest, and Ivy locks at her with dark eyes, leaning forward slowly, and Harley keens and whines through her laughter, trying to push her hips forward, watery eyes fixed on Ivy's mouth. She wants it, and wants it so bad, wants those lips and that tongue in Ivy's face buried against her. But Ivy doesn't give her that, even though Harley's shaking so hard for it that she might just fall to itty-bitty pieces. Instead, Ivy parts her lips and blows, a gust of warm air rushing over Harley's wet pussy. Another form of tickling. And it's too much! She doesn't even have the breath to scream, head snapping back and muscles standing out, tensed and taut, still giggling. Only it sounds more like gurgling now, wrecked and pathetic, and Harley's eyes roll up, everything spinning white and green, clenching down on nothing. Rush of moisture and sensation as she comes, feeling she's been turned inside out as pleasure chases, as pleasure chases shivers through her body. She's still trembling when the haze in her mind starts to lift, plants lowering her gently on the ground. Every touch feels like that gust of Ivy's breath, only directly over her frazzled nerves. Her thighs rub together and her body doesn't know whether it wants her to giggle or groan. Hate you, she mutters, sticking out her tongue ah, when Ivy sits on the ground beside her. No, you don't, Ivy assures her, utterly confident in Harley's affections. In fact, I think you're going to let me do that again. Maybe not tonight, but sometime soon. You're even crazier than I am, Harley shoots back, prodding Ivy's hips with her toes. Ivy just tilts her head and gives her a knowing smile. Okay, fine. Harley snickers, even though it makes another shock of feeling race through her to laugh like that. She curls around until she can rest her head in Ivy's lap. Ivy's fingers automatically settling in her hair and gives an exaggerated put-upon sigh. Oh, ask me again in the morning. Ivy makes a smug, contented noise and strokes damp hair from Harley's forehead in that way that never fails to make Harley relax and sleepy. It's fine. She can plan her revenge another day. Ooh, ooh. That was wow. that was cute. That was cute. I was into that. I still don't quite understand this whole tickling thing. I know Bombay explained it to us where it's like a control thing, but it's just so... It's I just, just think it's funny. <laughs> right? It's so goofy and funny. It's like, oh, you like to be tickled? Nah. I like that. And I like that it was the plants tickling her and Ivy was just like, the power was really like, she was just like sitting back and just like watching it all happen. That was mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Iconic. Another part of like, another thing about DC I really liked was their Injustice series. Did you ever read the Injustice oh, series? Yeah. That was always fun. I like characters dying, you know? <laughs> right? Because you can just, yeah, they were just beating the shit out of each other and just like killing each other and just dying all over the place. Yeah, and that was another series that like really utilized like underused characters and like had them appear and reappear and then kill them off and kill everyone so fun like superheroes have just become this like big soap opera of all of our lives where like the the characters die and we all mourn for them and then they come back and they like it's actually quite fascinating i wonder like it's it's really fun it's really funny it's totally fun it's like they're more popular than they've ever been and it's like just this big mainstream thing i don't know what it is we're just all searching for a hero it's cute i love it i want that i want that energy okay okay now let's you can only bang three superheroes. What are your top three? Um, okay. I think classic Aquaman with like his Ken doll body and face, like the blonde hair. Yeah. That's like a classic for me. Um 
I think the Flash. I've always wanted to fuck the Flash. I think. Oh, the Flash. Uh, who else? Who else? What's a weird one I'm attracted to? Oh, Beast Boy. I would fuck Beast Boy. Why, wait, why is that actually such a good list? I was like, I was like, kind of like thinking over a list in my head, but that's a good one. Flash. No, I've I've had like I've had a crush on Beast Boy since I was a kid. I think. Just I want to fuck the Green Boy. No, imagine getting dicked down, then all of a sudden you just hear raw. I was like a wilderness behind you. <laughs> the, the after that plays Beast Boy in the new Titans series, Ryan Potter also has nudes leaked, so that has, helps the fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I haven't seen it. I, I mean, I, I like. So I many. haven't seen it either. I think it's filmed here in Toronto. Yeah, because I so. Or Vancouver, one of them, one of the candy cities. Is it like? Is it like a CW show? I think so. But another another CW show I would want to see for this DC is Star Girl. Have you watched the Star Girl series? No, but I tried watching Batwoman, and it just. Oh really no, that's that's no for CW shows. <laughs> I think the Stargirl one looks really cute and interesting. I really want to dress, I just want to dress up as Stargirl because she looks fun. But like, it looks like a cool series. I don't know what it's about. With CW shows. Like, because I remember when like Arrow and The Flash were new and those were like decent shows. Like, I remember them being good. Like, I like. Yeah, I liked, I liked The Flash when I watched, like we watched, like my family and I watched like The Flash like religiously when like it came out and like we watched it weekly and everything as well as Arrow. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think, I think when Riverdale came out on CW, that's when like everything just corrupted. Yeah, but like then I, again, then again, Supernatural was on CW for a long time, and that was never really good. <laughs> yeah, maybe like CW. I think they just like it's just like low budget. But I don't know why I remember some of the shows being good. Who knows? But what happened to the Powerpuff Girls series? Like, did it just die? Because I feel like I about that. Did that ever come out? I no, because like the scripts for like the episode, the, the first episode leaked or whatever, and then people were like criticizing it, and they they filmed like it or they filmed it or something. I've seen that those like the backstage photos, and people were making fun of that too. Because that was bad too. But, like. I don't know, because, like, I feel like the news of it just died off or whatever. Like, nothing, like, I don't hear any talk about it. I don't hear any, like, buzz about it anymore. It's like, what happened to it? Did they just, like, were they just too ashamed to continue? But I don't yeah, know. Can you imagine if, like, they just came to the peer pressure and they were like, oh, Twitter hates it, so we're not going to make it anymore. That's just crazy. I wish that was, I wish that's how it worked for a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, show to be made anymore. Well, we got to, we got to shut it down. That one tweet from user six four five nine two three said we they hate the show. Guess we have to cancel it. <laughs> At Milkshook Queen just made fun of Riverdale. What are we gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> I hold all the influence on CW. I am their shareholder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna write a letter. But no, that was if you, oh, okay. But if you if you could make a movie about any like DC character, who would you choose? Like the one that's not like out yet. My answer has always been like for, for like years and years. I always wanted a Black Canary solo movie, and then I heard mm-hmm. HBO Max is doing a Black a Birds of Prey Black Canary spinoff. So Jernay Smollett Bell, who played Black Canary in the Birds of Prey, is getting her own little spinoff sh- uh, mm-hmm. movie on HBO Max. And I was like, you know what? That's all I came for. Since I was a child, that's all I wanted to see. And so I I can watch like the fact that a Birds of Prey movie was even made is like childhood me is like screaming. Oh yeah, yeah. Like a, a Canary spinoff. It's like I washed my hands of this. Like just everything is right in the world. Like it's just. <laughs> Coming to play. And as the Tana movie's coming out, it's like all the underrated characters that I liked as a mm-hmm, kid. Mm-hmm. I can just, I can just sit back and just kind of like bask. It's like, this is what Batman feel, Batman fans must feel like when just like a new movie comes out every year. I'm just like, I'm just, I'm really content about that. What about you? Yeah. I want, I really want a Wonder Twins like series. <gasps> I love the Wonder Twins so much when I was watching like the, like the old Justice, like uh, Justice Friends. Friends. What is Super Friends? I love Super Friends. Oh my god! I love Super Friends. That was like, oh, Firestorm is also another character. Like that Firestorm, that era Firestorm. Oh my god, no Firestorm! Because it was it was the, the Spider Man and his amazing friends, and the Super Friends, and she because they mm-hmm. the room would flip upside down. It would be the laboratory, and it was Iceman and Spider Man, and then Firestorm. Yo, yo, no, I love that. And a Firestorm costume would be so easy because it's just like a little like yellow suit. But no, that's that. That's really that. That's <laughs> oh, who so who was your who was your top three of like fucking. Oh, um, see, I gotta agree with you on Flash. I wasn't thinking Flash until you said Flash. Flash is definitely one of them because funny and fast. Um, <laughs> I'm, trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to think. Oh, oh, Green Arrow because he just seems really mm. rough, smelly. <laughs> and who's really Nick? Yeah, <laughs> he's got a really smelly. Um, and then another one. Who? Oh, and um, it's not DC, but uh, Cyclops from X Men. <laughs> Yeah, you no, said no. I. You said I made this question. I'm. I'm ignoring the prompt. I get to change the rules. <laughs> <laughs>
if it's top three superheroes, let's see, who would I fuck? Uh, I don't know. There's so many superheroes these days. Yeah. No, I think classic Aquaman is still like I had a crush on classic Aquaman as a kid. You and your little blonde boys. <laughs> yeah, literally, literally, it was like uh, a blonde white guy that has no personality and has like no distinguishing facial features. Hot. Yeah, yeah. Your fantasy is like Troy Sivan as Aquaman. <laughs> my, no, my fantasy is just a Ken doll, just a physical live Ken doll. That's like literally, it's like they like have they literally take a green screen like for every Aquaman scene, it's just a Ken doll with a hand visibly there, just <laughs> like going motion. across the stage. Stop motion at Ken doll. That's the that's literally it. No, Jason Ross- Momoa can get Jason Momoa can kiss my ass. I want like a plastic Ken doll as Aquaman. <laughs> Ross Lynch dressing up as Aquaman for Halloween. That's oh like- fuck, that'd be hot. That's, that's the fantasy. That's the fantasy. But no, I love that they they took Aquaman from like that classic Ken doll and then turned him into Jason Momoa. What a cool! I know that was such a weird twist. I don't like it. I don't like. I don't like bearded men. Fuck diversity! I hate it. The world is changing. <laughs> no, I just don't like. I, I don't know. I just thought I was like. I like. I, I don't. I like the clean shaven. Like he's a weird. Like yeah, just the just classic man. Classic bright orange and green Aquaman with like. This a, Aquaman smells like fish. <laughs> literally. This Aquaman looks and smells like a, two, a, a sardine can. <laughs> I want my Windex smelling, literally plastic Kendall Aquaman. Yeah, he like walks like like a robot. Yeah. <laughs> he walks like that. All he can do is talk to fish. Literally. <laughs> oh, that was really okay. Well, I think this this is another episode of Wapen Wednesday the Wildcast Milkshake Queen. Where can people find you? You can find me on all social medias at Milkshake Queen. And where can they find you this week? You can find me behind the cloud, spinning and pretending that it's rain. <laughs> All right, thank you for listening to Wop on Wednesday the Wadcast, and we will see you next week. <laughs>